from Aunt Me LLC, baby. I'm wishing everybody a happy Christ Day, and I'm listening to The Preacher's Corner with Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. Enjoy. See ya! Bye-bye. Yo, what up? This your boy DC DaVinci at FRB. You tuned in to The Preacher's Corner right now, you dig? Shout out to Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. Happy holidays to you and yours from us. You dig? This is Ali Abdin of 1500 Entertainment. You are listening to The Preacher's Corner with Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. We are wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas. This is Kaoda Olamoroti of Invisible Tongues, and you are tuned in to The Preacher's Corner with Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. I'm wishing all of you a Merry Christmas for you and your family. This is the Reverend Dr. Gary Henry Brown executive pastor of the St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church located in Modesto, California. You're tuned in to the Preacher's Corner with my brother, Pastor JT, and his lovely wife, Lady Fanita. And I just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And remember the reason for the season. Hey, 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 hey. Happy Monday to what it do? It's your boy, Pastor JT, back in the building. We right here on the corner, y'all. We on the corner. We on the corner. Shout out to all my partners uh, that gave us them drops for this episode, man. Big shout out. Big shout out to DC DaVinci, Unk, the Overcomer. Hey, my preacher partner out there in Cali, Pastor Brown, God bless you, God bless you. And Ali Abnin of 1500 Entertainment, God bless y'all, man, appreciate y'all rocking with Pastor JT. Listen, we back at it again, man. We got some sports to cover. We got a couple of things that we want to shoot at you, a couple of opinions, and uh, how about we just going to dive right on into it? You dig? Shout out to Misfit Beats for the track, for the track, for the track. Man, much love to all of my supporters, all of our great supporters, man. We, we are grateful, grateful, grateful. For what the Lord is doing with this ministry, man. We can cover pretty much anything we want to, man, because we run this thing. We run this thing, man. This is our content, man. We bless God for the opportunity to be able to be listened to across the world. Shout out to Zimbabwe. Shout out to our listeners in uh, Sao Paulo, uh, uh, the Philippines, shout out to the people in Germany, shout out to all of our listeners all across the globe, man, we're currently sitting right up under 9K, man, we're trying to make our push to can, to, to 10K listeners, man, we on our way, y'all, keep liking, sharing on whatever platform that you are listening on, man, happy, happy Monday, uh, we're just closing out week 13, week 13, and your scores look a little bit like this, the Bills trump the Patriots 24 to 10, the Packers uh, beat up on the Bears, my Bears, my shout out to my Chi-Town family, 28 to 19, the Steelers over the Falcons, 19 to 16, the Jets 
loss to the Vikings, 27 to 22, 40 to 14, the Lions over the Jaguars. The Eagles still flying, 35 to 10 over the Titans. Uh, the debut uh, and, and return of my boy, uh, uh, I tell, in Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, uh, did his thing, 27, beating up on his old team, uh, the Houston Texans, 27-14, a tie. We had a tie yesterday. The NFC East is becoming a a, a pretty good competitive um, um, division. So it's going to go down to the wire, y'all. The Commanders and Giants tied yesterday. It's going to be pretty interesting next week to see how the Giants and Philadelphia game unfolds. The Cowboys own the uh, tiebreaker with the Giants. So we pulling for the Giants next week. Listen, the Broncos is still struggling. The Ravens beat them 10 to 9 on yesterday and the Dolphins fell to the 49ers. Uh they they lost a quarterback, y'all. They lost quarterback out for the season. Jimmy G is out for the season. Um but they won. They went ahead and won 33 to 17. The Seahawks still running at the table, uh, still doing some good things with those rookies uh, at the corners, man, 27-23. Uh, the Raiders over the Chargers, 27-20. The Bengals beat the Chiefs, shocked the Chiefs, 27 um, to 24 and a shellacking pow how about them cowboys 54 to 19 over the Colts and tonight's game is the Buccaneers versus the Saints listen hey man um, cowboys started off slow they started off slow and they picked it up and and it was a um, a showing in that fourth quarter. They broke a franchise record on points in the fourth quarter with 33 points in the fourth quarter. 33 points in the fourth. Should I say it again? 33 points in the fourth quarter, man. Listen, uh, Matty Ice. Uh, was on ice with three interceptions. They had a fumble return for a touchdown, and it could have been a, a whole lot uglier than it was in that fourth quarter, man. They just turned it on in the fourth quarter, man. You had Dak uh, handing the ball off to Zeke and uh, T. Pollard, man. It was just a great, great thing to watch if – you're a cowboy fan. And if you're not a cowboy fan, I, I understand um, you're used to the December woes that we fall into around this year. Uh, we're not going to get too happy until we win some playoff games. We want some playoff wins 
we we want a parade. We ain't had a parade since '95, so we we we're not gonna get too excited because we know what history brings about in December and when it comes to big games and playoffs. Man, we always seem to fall short. With that being said, man, there's other news in sports that uh, that. Uh, really brings up a concern uh yeah and when we're speaking of being from the dfw era area uh, we had a individual by the name of prime time that stepped around in these parts in 95 they'd helped us win that last championship that I was just speaking about, the parade that we saw and then some things happened in 96, they moved him to wide receiver uh, he had a couple of issues um, with hamstrings and a toe uh, if y'all remember the toe was um, part of the demise of his career here in Dallas Cowboy Country. Uh, he goes on to leave and end up playing with Baltimore and um, did pretty good there um, and goes on to retire. Hired by the NFL Network and does some pretty good things there. While he was doing what he was doing, uh, here in the DFW area, he had a Pop Warner team called The Truth. He had a Pop Warner team that won the Super Bowl week, year after year. He he did some great coaching with those kids. He did some good mentoring with them kids. And his kids played on that team as well. And as soon as his team was, as um, soon as the age limit was reached where they have to uh, not be able to play for that team, the truth disappeared. Um, I believe he went on to uh, do some things at uh, at the whatever junior high they played at, coached maybe some high school. I believe he did a little something behind the scenes with the high school and all that good stuff and then went on the coach at old Jackson State, Mississippi, man. The whole country was on fire. Did some uh, pretty good things during the pandemic. Won four games during the, po the, the old pandemic, man. It was beginning to turn the whole program around, man. We started to see um, the celebration of HBCU college football. Man, we hadn't seen that type of excitement in HBCU football since Alcorn and Steve and McNair breaking records down at Alcorn, Mississippi. Mississippi was getting their groove back. They was on fire. The marching bands was doing their thing. They were dancing. You had rappers on the sideline. You got everybody trending and posting and talking about who is swag? Who is swag? Who is I ain't swag? 
I am swacking all this and all that, man, and all to drop the bomb, boom, to say we leaving to go to Colorado. Colorado, listen, we're going to Colorado, and the thing that I uh, uh, really am bothered by uh, I ain't hating on you. It ain't even about the paper. It's never about the paper because it's, you think about it, man. The man already got paper. He was highest paid cornerback in the league. He ain't broke. Man got a barber shop in his crib. Listen, it ain't about the paper. It's about the position and taking care of his kids, making sure that he has his say. In positioning where the quarterback in the corner is going to play. Now, on the flip side, uh, he has a daughter there at the college as well. She's uh, playing on the basketball team. I'm curious, I'm very curious, I'm very curious if that coach at Colorado is going to allow that daughter to come play and possibly get playing time on that basketball team there in Colorado. I already know that the Suns' uh, spots are secure on the Buffaloes team uh, as your quarterback and your cornerback. I understand you might have a couple of more players to transition, make that move, make that transfer on over to Colorado. But what about those kids, those freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors that turned down D1 opportunities just to play with the primetime kids, just to play, uh, uh, be coached and mentored by uh, to be a part of the HBCU tradition. That's, I mean, this what you told the parents to get them there. Uh, what about those kids that don't quite make that transition to the Buffaloes? Uh, who's going to step in and be the replacement, the coach, and uphold all the promises that you promised these parents and these children uh, to get them to come to uh buy into the heritage, the HBCU field. Now, 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 keep in mind, some of these are, are blue chips. These are top-notch uh, uh, players. They could have went played anywhere in the country, but they chose to, to go to Jackson State. Yeah, they was playing on ESPN and, and, and getting all of the trending TikToks and publicities. You got the rappers coming out and, 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 and being in the, in the locker room and rapping on their way out the tunnel. But I cannot see that same type of exposure going on in Colorado. I really don't see it happening that way at all in Colorado. I don't see Rick Ross sitting on the sideline. I don't see Gully the Kid running out the tunnel with him. I don't see that's on me, baby, rapping all the way out with the... I don't see none of that happening in Colorado. I don't see it happening because you already see the difference in the press conference. You see the difference in the attire 
higher. You see the difference in the speech from Prime. Now you get the NFL Network Prime. You don't get the hood Prime. You don't get the, the cool grandpa Prime, the, the dancing on the sideline Prime. You don't get that band excitement Prime. You're going to get... The corporate prime. You're going to get the I'm here for an interview on my way to the NFL prime. And that's the difference of when that coach got upset after shaking his hand, after winning at the prime one and uh, didn't didn't shake his hand and didn't acknowledge him. That's what that uh, uh, that anger was about when he said that he ain't swag. I'm swag. I went to a swag school. I understand the heritage of being a part of the tradition of the swag. And that's why he was so upset. And he said, if, he called it, he said, if, Prime is here next year. We'll welcome him to play us on our homecoming again or tell them to put us on their homecoming next year. He knew that Prime wouldn't be the head coach of the Jackson State Tigers come 2023. He already knew. He said, he ain't swag. Prime said, who is swag if I ain't swag? Who is swag if I ain't swag? Prime said, who is swag if I ain't swag? Let me let you know, Prime. You ain't swag, man. You didn't hold true to what was trending. And you did exactly what we thought you would do. In the back of our mind, we knew. Hey, man, once again, once again, once again, I'm not hating on your opportunity to excel as a coach, but I already see the LeVar Ball tendencies that's been exposed at hand here. Nobody, nobody, nobody jumped on the bandwagon when LaVar Ball said he wanted all of his kids to play on the same team. Everybody told him to shut up and sit back and let their kids, let his kids do what they do. Don't stand in the way. But we're not saying the same thing to nine to prime time. Who is Swag? Yeah, man, I used to have me a, 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 a San Francisco 49 a, a number 21 jersey. Yeah, man, I cheers for him. When he played for the Cowboys. Yeah, man, I listened to him when he was doing his thing on NFL Network as a journalist. I I, I was sub supportive. I was on board when he went to the HBCU. I said, man, that is wonderful for those kids to be able to be under the leadership. Now, I just hope he stays and hold true to the promises that he's made to these kids and these parents. But now, the same speech has been given in Colorado. And it's only a matter of time that we'll see the same 
results that we see here in Jackson State now in Colorado come draft day time for that quarterback that's last name Sanders and the cornerback the last name Sanders. Y'all stay tuned. Drop your comments. Leave me a like or something. And uh, we'll get back to you, man. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about what we have to say about these here topics on the Swag Primetime. Colorado, <laughs> the scores, the Cowboys. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Looking forward to having you back here on the Preacher's Corner. This has been your sports edition. I'm Pastor JT, and we'll see you back here on the corner. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining us for the Preacher's Corner with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. For more information, you can log on to our website at thepreacherscorner.net, Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, and IG The.Preacher's Corner. This is an in-house production. We'll see you next time.